Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. Oh, and Andy Jacobs. I went quite high then, didn't I? This is Paul Hawksby, <laughs> for some reason. Anyway, it is. And uh, what do we do for you today? We uh, found out a new about a new beer-related football business. So we brought you news of that. Um, we also chatted to a man who's brought out an unlikely Christmas number one with a bit of a sporting history, Mark Christopher Lee from... The Pocket Gods, uh, Huddersfield fan. He was on good form. And um, we had the Paddy's Challenge, our regular little quiz with Paddy Power, which is normally fairly uneventful. But we caught Andy in a bit of a foul mood as the questions didn't fall for him, which added to the entertainment, I hope you'll find. So we'll bring you that as well. And we had a chat, of course. Uh, so here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. And uh, sun this morning underneath their preview of the cricket. Uh, had a big thing saying, set your alarm. Second test starts 4am tomorrow. Now you're all right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely uh, no chance. Yes. It's, and uh, no point. Uh, Mark Wood's out, as you've been uh, hearing. Quite controversial. And uh, we'll hopefully be reflecting on that a little bit later on and getting the thoughts of... Uh, Someone very much in the know. Um, now, Andy, yes. um, Fletch just mentioned these um, declaration forms that were all going to be sent by yeah. our clubs. I've had mine in. Mm. And uh, shall I tell you what it says? Yeah. Tottenham Hotspur just sent me this COVID status declaration form. Just asked for name, email, my you know customer reference and all that. The declaration is, I understand the law now requires me to have a valid COVID pass or, in, or international equivalent or evidence of a negative test to attend matches. If I'm unable to show either, I'll be refused entry to the stadium. So I have to tick that. Yeah. I will not attend a match with symptoms of COVID-19. Well, of course, and they go through the symptoms. I have to tick that. Uh, I confirm that if required, I've informed any guests attending matches with me they need to bring proof of a valid COVID pass, etc. Fair enough. And yeah. I confirm that I've read uh, and agreed all the supporters' code of conduct. So, I mean, a lot of this, I think, is financial because what the clubs don't want, as well, apart from it being a medical thing, the clubs don't want people turning up saying, well, I bought these tickets in good faith and uh, I've turned up now, you won't let me in, I want a refund. So, I mean, mm. if people are, uh, are signing up to these now, yeah. there is a financial impact. The trouble the is, it's well. enforcing it. We've had it all season at Chelsea where you have to show your 
COVID passport, you know. And you, you were telling us yesterday, because we haven't. I mean, mm. ours has been kind of, you know, they, that people might sort of pop up to you and say, can we look at your passport? They, they've been doing yours as you enter the stadium. Yeah, which would be fine if I didn't sit next to two anti-vax conspiracy theorists oh, okay. who get in every week. And I can't quite work out. They're definitely both unvaccinated. but So that is the problem with all this. Right. It's, it's the enforcing of it that is difficult, you know. Well, surely and if they're having to show a vaccine pass or neg- they're showing negative tests. Well, I'll maybe they it. do. I'm yeah, going to ask probably them showing negative night. tests. Maybe that yeah. is what they do. Ask them the question. Yeah. I will, yeah. yeah. Uh, great atmosphere at Kirrood last night, as John Krieger would say. Kirrood. Kirrood. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it wasn't a great game, really. It wasn't a classic. But Villa are looking good. They are. Yeah. Really, but they are. And um, I was thinking about Stephen Gerrard, though. If it goes well... Right, and say so he stays at Villa, and they do well. Then he gets the Liverpool job. Yeah. I reckon by the twenty thirty four World Cup, he could be in line for the England job wow. because Sir Gareth will be sixty three by then, worn down by two losing finals <laughs> in twenty two and twenty six. <laughs> you can have a flutter. <laughs> Are you going to have a flutter on the twenty thirty four World Cup under Stephen Gerrard? I yeah. wonder what you'll get for that. <laughs> Fairly massive odds, I would. Well, think. why not? Stephen will be in his prime at fifty three. Yeah, you know so. we got uh, we got the dart starting tonight, of course, at Alexander Palace, and we are going to have a chat with Paul the Asset Nick Nicholson. Paul the other one Nicholson would have been, <laughs> but of course not. We'll have a chat with Paul later. But um, is a silly you, name. What would your? I mean, have you thought about what your dart's name? We know your walk-on music would be. I wish I was a little bit taller. That yeah. would you could come on to that. Would be, yeah. But what, Paul, it would be Andy, Andy the Curmudgeon Jacobs, something like that. Andy the Grinch Jacobs, possibly. That'd be good, yeah, okay. Andy the Mona Jacobs. If you've got any me, thoughts, yeah. within reason, don't be nasty. If no, you've got we, any that's thoughts, impossible. Yeah, talksport.com, <laughs> text 81089, tweet TSH&J. Can, can I just say that if my preparation for this show in the next 12 weeks suffers, I've got an excuse. They're digging up the road outside my flat. And, oh, yeah. Uh, so if the quality, crazy. the very high quality of the birthday spread gags <laughs> should exactly. just drop a notch, we'll know why. So far, we've had some tolerable banging, but there's going to be some drilling. And uh, and we were talking last night about Christmas Day, where we're, I've got thirteen. They're people not working Christmas Day. No, but <laughs> it'll be. We have to have the windows open so we'll be able to enjoy the view of the ongoing building. I thought I put some tinsel on the scaffolding. That'd some be nice, nice festive lights on the skip. That's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so you've got a skip outside. <laughs> well, have you? We will have. I think. Yeah. Fantastic. Not ideal, really. Uh, what else? That's going to get full of uh, uh, wrapping paper and <laughs> Lord knows what, isn't it? That's right. Broken Owen toys. Coyle. Did you see the piece about yeah, Owen Coyle? He's I in India. It was he's quite doing, interesting. This. Yeah, he's doing very well. And uh, that's good in management out there. But he doesn't like curry. I know. Which is quite a tricky place to live if you don't like curry, I have to tell you. Yeah. It reminded me of Jeff Peters in that Indian restaurant in Leicester. One of the best Indian restaurants in the country we were sent to, weren't we? That's right. We had a uh, delicious meal and he had a quite terrible steak. He had a a quite terrible steak, yeah. Uh, Still better than the one in Gareth Bale. Well, that that kind of fits. I don't know if you saw what Owen actually said. Um, He had a life before football, Owen Coyle. He said, uh, years ago, when I worked at Ludden Construction in Glasgow, big big shout out to Ludden Construction, and if they're still going strong, uh, the MD was a Brighton fan, and we had the Curry Cup. So I thought, yeah. okay, they obviously had an in, uh, a sort of five-a-side tournament between all the workers. That's not what it Isn't was. South African rugby, the Curry Cup. Yeah, it could be the Curry Cup, he said. <laughs> and what you had to do was to predict the Brighton score each week, and at the end of the season, everyone went out for a curry. There was 30 or 40 of us. Mm. The winner got a free meal, second only paid a fiver, and the third a tenner. 1-1, one, one, I claim my free meal. Yeah. Mo pay late goal. <laughs> there we are. You're going to be laughing, aren't you? Uh, the rest had to split the bill, and this year I won it, says Owen. Yeah. I told them I couldn't eat curry, but they insisted on getting me a really mild korma. 
saying that I would be fine. But even that was a bit hot for me. <laughs> a very mild... Get him a passando. Oh, it's too hot. Uh, I ended, come on, Owen. Um, I ended up uh, sending it back and having a steak. Yeah. Then I, um, the bloke who came bottom of the league was fuming because it meant he had to pay for two meals. Mm. Um, so over over here, he said, I normally eat plain stuff, fried eggs uh, in the morning, chicken and pasta and omelettes in the evening. That's as hot good as news my food gets. Apparently just not selling as much chicken. Yes, that's good news. previous. Well, that's a, yeah. A, a, a Brereton, it's a bit more. They won't have to sell Brereton Diaz. Yeah, up the chicken <laughs> quotes. And Brereton Diaz stays at one of your old clubs. That would be nice. <laughs> so actually, was he a Blackburn? He was certainly a Bolton, wasn't he? Was he a Blackburn as well? I, I think, think he was. He was. Yeah. I imagine him. I remember him at Blackburn. Yeah, I just had a, a, a brain freeze. Anyway, um, have you had You must have liked behind closed doors football because when he used to do that shouting with open fingers that never yeah. had any good, no one could hear him, but he now did, you could. He did do the open finger shout. That was very good. Look at old pictures of Owen Coyle. It was, I, I, it, cause the physics of it wasn't right, was it? The sound was never going to travel. Never going to travel like When he that, did it, it was like he used to put jazz hands in front of his mouth <laughs> and try and shout. So he didn't give it that. He didn't project. So. Uh, have you ever have you got anything like the curry cup a kind of into work mm. into house into family thing that works like that where you have a competition that resolves itself at the end of the season if so yes talksport.com forward slash h and j text to 81089 or tweet to tshnj the hawksby and jacobs daily podcast ready to pop the question the jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Quick correction for you. I had the wrong information. It's Andy Goldstein and Darren Bent bringing you drive at four o'clock this afternoon. But we have got four live commentaries for you on the network mm. and indeed on the TalkSport app. Um, we've got Brighton Wolves, Burnley Watford, Palace v Southampton. Uh, that's over on TalkSport 2, the other two on the app, the first two. And uh, Arsenal West Ham is exclusively live on TalkSport from 8 o'clock. Lovely. Good game. Now, um, somebody, one of the listeners did get in touch with us the other day as we were uh, just conducting, after we conducted uh, on the show, which we didn't expect to do, the second Champions League draw on mm. uh, Monday. And one of the listeners did point out, what about those people that 
want to get the kind of bargain uh, trains or planes mm. uh, and hotel rooms before everybody gets on there and the and the algorithm goes nuts and you start paying 500 quid for something that would have been 50 quid. No, it's good work by those guys. Yeah. So uh, we will be coming on to that a little bit later on. Uh, but before we talk about that, we okay. can, so it's like change of plan. Before we talk about that, we're going to take what? It's, it's all very fluid at the moment, let me just say that. Fluid? Yes. Well, it's beer. We're talking about beer. It is very fluid. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, I noticed a picture earlier on of uh, Dion Dublin with a quite fantastic Cambridge United beer. Hmm. And uh, I looked into a little bit more and saw that other clubs uh, have been involved in uh, this as well. And it's courtesy of a company called Away Day Beers. So uh, I was int- intrigued to find out more. I hope the listeners are as well. Josh Bartlett is from Away Day Beers. Good afternoon, Josh. Hi there, guys. How are we doing? Yeah, we're good, thank, thank you. you. So, um, yeah, explain how it works. I saw the picture with uh, with Dion. As I said, I know you've done it at other clubs like Mansfield and et cetera, et cetera. Tell us, tell us what you do. Yes, yeah, so um, basically, I mean, it's combining great beer with um, those iconic legends of the game, kind of capturing the nostalgia of the moments. And I'll be honest, originally it was a drunken idea. Um, I'm a, a lifelong Ipswich Town fan and sat in a pub afterwards, talking with mates, we'd seen our team lose. And I was kind of saying, you know, legends we'd have back at the club. And the name Boncho Genchev came up, bit of a cult icon at the club. Uh, um, and I was stood at the bar and I was like, you know what? I'd love to go into a pub and order a couple of pints of Boncho. And kind of the idea was still there the next morning, despite the sore head. And um, <laughs> I kind of started exploring the idea, football, beer. Um, no one was doing it. And uh, it's kind of gone from there. So it started with Ipswich fans. Um, just obviously done the beers with the Cambridge United fans for Dion Publin and Wes Boozlehan. Um <laughs> Did one with Cammy. This the you kind of it's pinch yourself moments because I am a one man band, small business, and um, yeah, it's growing by the day. The fan base is growing and uh, loving every second of it. So, where are you sourcing the beer from? Uh, because I, I mean, you're obviously labelling them up in a certain way with the puns, the ones you just sort of gave us there from the club legends. But where's the beer actually come from? So, um, I, like I said, like, I, I was working in education full time, and it was just a hobby business. So I kind of went away. I pitched the idea to multiple different breweries, brewers. Um, some thought I was completely crazy. Um, and then there was a couple that were really keen to kind of start working more closely with them. Um, and it's kind of, it's escalated from there. I was made redundant for my job last year and sat there kind of pondering, you know, do I turn this from a hobby business and give it a go full time? And um, I did. There's times I question it because it is a tough slog. Anyone that owns a small business will know that. Um but it's growing and now I've got four great brewers um, constantly kind of trying to come up with new recipes whilst I'm speaking with fans, um, you know, about players, clubs, kits they'd love to kind of remember and have remembered in beer form. Yeah, I mean, you've got some, obviously, Ipswich connections. Brazil's best, that's one for Alan. Butcher's <laughs> yep. Bandage, that's one for Terry Butcher. But you've also got Hurst's Hattrick for England fans, that'll be nice. And yeah, ale and shearer, that's good, isn't ale, it? There's quite a lot of ales. You had Peter Schmeich ale, didn't you? So there's a few, yeah. <laughs> there's a few that pop up. And right even there. topically, a Kun, a Manchester City uh, Aguero beer. Yeah, there is. So we did. Um, I did that one with uh, the Blue Moon Forum, um, a big Man City forum, um, for him leaving the club last season. Obviously today, following the sad news, he's had, retired, had to retire. Um, but yeah, just branching out more clubs, um, more fans, uh, celebrating the beautiful beer or celebrating the beautiful game with beautiful beer, should I say? 
Yeah, and some of the money I know it's on the picture of Dublin that some of the money's going to the Cambridge United Trust. So the clubs benefit through this as well. Is that right? Yeah, we tried to link in. So um, I should say, like a lot of Ipswich fans helped me launch this, kind of coming up with names, ideas, kits, and so on and so on. And um, with that, uh, we ended up donating uh, towards the Kevin Beatty uh, Foundation for the statue that's going up outside Portman Road this weekend. Um, the Cambridge United Supporters Trust, obviously, off every sale from Dion Publin and Wes Boozlahan, going towards that. So try to, as much as it's a small business, it's trying to kind of give something back to the fans um, and, you know, the trust as well. So, uh, yeah, combining a lot of great things. Nice doing... marketing and yeah. nice packaging. And I see the Cantamus collar is 6.1%. So, obviously, yeah. inspired a dive into the crowd. Yeah, probably yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't do anything daft if you've had a few of those. Uh, the Christmas, it does come with a warning. Yeah, your Christmas ones, Ince Pies, Christmas Sacker. Um, I mean, and, and some of you have actually played on original beers. So I said, Old Speckled Sven, somebody suggested to you. <laughs> yeah. You want to relive Old England managers. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah, that one's getting a bit dicey. We'll see, maybe next year. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. Depends, but I do try and like. Um, we had a fan from Nottingham who follows us. He uh, he messaged and said, you know, if you need some Christmas inspiration, what about uh, Christmas Saka? Um, and I thought, you know what, we'll run with it. And uh, he's had a load of beer for Christmas as a reward. So definitely, like I said, it's trying to link in with fans, get them enjoying some uh, some away days and kind of reminiscing about the the moments of the beautiful game that sometimes we forget. And what sort of beer is it? I mean, is it sort of is it the sort of craft beers, they lagers, what sort of things? You got different ones. You say you got different strengths, so is it yeah. a bit of everything? Yeah, there's I mean, there's everything now. Definitely the the Cantonas collar, the Schmeichel, um, definitely sit more on the craft side of things. Then we have Bundes Lager. Great, uh, name. We have kind of Great name. Pale ale. <laughs> we have Wayne Bruni, which is kind of a really quite a strong English pale ale. So I like to think there's something for all taste buds. Good, it's a good idea, isn't Very it? Very good yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, look, um, we'll do well with good this. stuff. Uh, lovely to talk to you, Josh. Best of luck with it, and uh, thanks for joining no, thank us. thank you. No, thank you for having me, guys. Have a great day. There we are, Josh Bartley there from Away Day Beers. Yeah. What a good idea. And say some of the money Thanks going back to the clubs as well, which is uh, which is good. You can go and check them out on Twitter, on social media. You'll find it all there and on their website as well. Um, we're gonna. I think uh, Antonio Conte is going to be chatting to the press soon, so we'll find out what sort of state some of these teams are in. I mean, we were hearing mm. earlier on that apparently the Premier League have turned down requests to uh, to potentially postpone some matches based on. I mean, it's on a case by case basis, and obviously the teams that. But you uh, know that clubs, no names, no pack drill. But you know clubs that have got a lot of injuries are going to be saying things like, "Oh, we can't, we can't play." You know, you think they would do yeah. that, Andy? I do think, think they'd be they'd that do. unscrupulous. I think they'd try. Yeah, so a couple of clubs apparently have been told that uh, they're not allowed to play. Also, they must play and they won't be allowed to call. Yeah, I was very disappointed yesterday's game wasn't on. I I can't believe United didn't have 14 players, but, you know, there you go. Well, well, again, they've obviously looked at it on a case-by-case and if they're starting to close down training grounds, then that makes it very difficult. If teams can't train, there's there's, uh, not much much they can... Sorry? It was only the day before they closed it, you know, so... Do you want to go and train in the park? Yeah, why not? I'm not convinced. <laughs> but there you go. Well, I mean, you think you might have a different attitude if it was Chelsea. You'd want to close the place down, wouldn't you? No, not really. Not necessarily. No, I hope the game goes ahead tomorrow. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. You find- 
Do you fancy winning a grand in your hand in time for Christmas? Or how about getting sorted for Christmas early with a brand new PS5, Nintendo Switch or Oculus Quest? Well, you can win all of this plus much, much more with TalkSport's new competition site, TalkSport Win. Every week we're giving you a chance to win amazing experiences and cash, whether it's a home entertainment package to watch the Premier League on or tickets for you and your mates to amazing sporting events. We've got you covered for your chance to win. Make sure you head over to talksport.com forward slash win and sign up and enter today. 18 plus terms and conditions and competition rules apply. Yep, Paul Hawks, Andy Jacobs here on Talk Sport. We'll be chatting to Stuart Robson, looking at the remaining game we haven't covered yet. Uh, West, uh, the game between Arsenal and West Ham uh, this season. Should be a very good game. I think that's could be yeah. one of the games. Uh, probably been nil nil. I've said this, but it's potentially one of the games of the season. I think so far. Yeah, indeed. Um, so um, we're going to be talking about the darts a little bit uh, later on. Uh, in the meantime, man, do you have anything else? You I do. Discuss? Yeah, Mo Salah was not in the FIFA's FIFA Pro World Eleven. It's completely worthless then, isn't it? Well, I wouldn't even publish that if he's not in there. Yeah. How is he not in the top three players in the world? I mean, that's ridiculous. Does seem a very odd Ludicrous, one, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a bit of an injury scare at Strictly for the final. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Ha- happens every year. I'm surprised Ben Dinner is not another hand Strictly it takes two. Yeah. <laughs> should, should get yeah, get Premier League injuries uh, involved. What's, what, what's the nature of the injury? It's AJ Adudu, and uh, I think she's got a bad foot. Oh, okay. I think, yeah, it's all so. the dancing, I'm guessing. Well, I is think it is. dancing-related injury? Uh, she's on crutches. Oh, no. Uh, yes, just days before the final. See, they could always... Incorpor- pain in her foot. They could have incorporated that into the Halloween show, couldn't they? Because they could have done Monster Mash or something like that, or Pirate Week. You can get away with that, but yeah, it's quite, quite difficult in the final, isn't it, really? Yeah. And I'm quite fascinated by this story, where a granddad survived a 60-foot tree falling on him yeah. thanks to weight he'd put, down in, uh, put on in lockdown. And he said, like most people, I put a bit of weight on over lockdown. It was three stone. It's not just a bit of weight. That's a he lot of weight. three stone on. Three stone on. But yeah. he thinks it saved him. Yeah. The thing is, I don't know about the physics of that, but a 60-foot tree landing on you and the physics of that... Oh, having I, three, I don't think it make any difference. Having three more stones <laughs> weight on... It does, I'm not, I just think he got lucky. Yeah. Andy, you always uh, bring us news of what's going to be missing from the Christmas dinner, don't you? Yeah. yeah every year you tell us it's going to be a sprout shortage. Turkey shortage. No to- turkey, spud mm. shortage. Yeah, yeah. Basically going to sit there with frozen peas. That's the idea, we? yeah. A bottle of wine. <laughs> Tremendous. But uh, there's great news in time for Christmas. Well, not maybe this Christmas. Um, as we find out, the roast potatoes, we're told, are the essential Christmas food. Uh, a fast-cooking potato that saves roasting time has gone on sale. Oh, shut up. <laughs> that five minutes you can well, abuse you get it on your app. Five minutes longer to abuse people on social media because the spuds cooked uh, quicker. Apparently, um, yes. Uh, it's called the Nemo, named after the clownfish from Finding Nemo. <laughs> Absolutely no idea why. Sure, it should be named after a potato. It's uh, Andy, you're, you're a bit of a, uh, a Finding spud, Albert Bartlett. It is uh, Nemo, a cross between the fast-cooking Peruvian, I know you're a big fan uh, of, yes, very much the so. Inca Bella, sir, and the red-skin salad spud, the uh, Francoline. Uh, so it's taken s- six years. Well done, everybody. Shouldn't you have been at work? Six Six years Basically. to perfect King, Take five minutes King off your boiling the ones, aren't they? Or Maris Piper. Maris Piper. And what a lovely yeah. girl she uh, is. Other, other potatoes <laughs> obviously are uh, available. <laughs> I suppose they are. Um, now, smells, yes. Andy. I don't know if you've seen this today, another crazy survey. Another this one survey. is, is re- it's the great smells of our youth. And this has oh, yeah. been done by 
um, Albus, you know, the Albus oil people, which was yeah. a, a company set up by the former Manchester United and Scotland defender <laughs> Arthur Albus oil. Not a lot of people know that. But the good people at uh, Albus, this is great. They said, when we're suffering with a blocked nose with cold or flu, yeah. it's often the treasured smells that we miss the most. Well, what about if you sh- got COVID? Well, that's, I don't know. I, did, yeah. I didn't go down. It was a bit dark. I didn't go okay. down that route. Yeah, yeah. So it said that those familiar smells, those treasured smells that we miss that comfort us the most. Mm. So it's a way of flogging. Albus oil, uh, but also yeah, a way it's not to Albus oil. That's not a thing you're nostalgic for. Well, I don't know. I well, if, some... you, if you like Vicks when you were younger, some people. Well, I think that is that was. Don't you remember that? That was. I think mm. that's a bit of a smell. Anyway, I'll give you a few of the ones. Fresh cut grass that always comes up. Doesn't matter if it great smells of your childhood. What yeah. grass smells differently now? I like now, fresh cut it? astroturf. Yeah, it's always nice. <laughs> fresh cut five G. It's a, it's a, it's a beautiful smell. Yeah, gorgeous. Um, crayons, the great smell of crayons, they yeah. say, because well, you know, you, waxy. you don't work a lot with crayons these days, Andy. Do you know, I'd be a bit worried, no. worried if you I did. I do have a set of crayons, Play Doh. Play Doh's got a nice, yeah, that's got a nice smell. Yeah, I yeah, know okay. Smell, you, yeah. you give that um, the smell of a skull. I mean, that give you the <sighs> no thanks. giving you trauma, wouldn't it? I would yeah. imagine that's your mum's perfume. Some of these are quite nice. Oh, I think. Yeah, I There's so. no sporting ones in there, though. I was quite surprised. Um, uh, one of them is bark from a playground. I don't know if that's something that's fallen off a tree, <laughs> really? or a dog's got into the playground. Bark I've, from a playground. I've got no idea where that no, comes no, from. But uh, I, I'm just wondering: mm. are there any kind of great childhood smells of sport that are lost forever now? Because, I mean, I, I, the thing that was overbearing when you went to football as a kid, the overbearing smell was was the stewed onions. Yeah, and you don't get that quite as much now, do you? I don't think. I mean, the club seems to have everything wrapped up around the grounds. Yeah, so I it's mean, you don't have those blokes just standing on a corner. That's very good point. You yeah, don't so see that. That used, has, there used to be people along the Fulham Road selling stuff. That, that, has, get that, that has slightly gone. But uh, if there are yeah. any great smell of sport, you think... Of, the great make, smell of the half-and-half half scarf, of course. Yeah, that <laughs> makes you nostalgic for uh, what you might consider better times. Do let us know. And we, mm. we got talking about uh, Bill Burrows, who, who talked, uh, the City fan, who was telling us about Aguero earlier on and paying tribute. Mm. So he'd only ever had two selfies done in his life. One was Sergio Aguero, the other one was Lemmy from Motorhead. And, of course, they did take over from the... The autograph, but some people still go for the autograph. Um, one of the listeners was telling us was in Costco Watford many years ago and saw Dennis Bergkamp driving in in his car. I wasn't an Arsenal fan, but my son is, and uh, we loitered around and bought a TV. Um, I approached Dennis after. It's expensive. Yeah, well, that's a way to loiter. I think they were planning to buy <laughs> oh, one yeah, anyway. Okay. I approached Dennis afterwards and asked for an autograph. Then realised we didn't have a pen or anything to write with. We did find a pen, but sadly nothing to sign. So we just got him to sign the car, the massive cardboard box with the TV <laughs> in it. Tremendous. Gave us a puzzled look and. Signed it, and he said, "Surprisingly, my son still has it twenty years later." No, he would do. Yeah. He take it. He wouldn't keep the whole thing, would you? No, you'd just he's taken a section. section Imagine he's taken. He didn't a take the whole box. I wouldn't think so. That would probably be pushing it a bit. He didn't even want to take the TV out. Now we've heard a lot about NFTs. You know, this thing where you basically buy something that doesn't actually exist. Like Non-fungible tokens. I'm sure somebody owns the Sergio Aguero moment, for example. Oh, yes. And then you own it and nobody else can own it, even though everybody can watch it on YouTube and Sky and wherever. Yeah, I don't understand it either. I don't understand it, but there's a new thing now that Nike have bought this virtual studio and people are buying, spending like 30 grand on a pair of virtual trainers. Wow. So you don't actually own them, they just design them for you and then you, and you can, this is the sign of the apocalypse, you can sort of use them in social media platforms such as Instagram so you can make out as if you're wearing them. 
Right, okay. You know. So there are they're kind of digitally designed shoes. Yeah, that, that you never, never actually exist. You never actually yeah. wear or touch or see. <laughs> What's the point? Well, I, I, I mean, <laughs> I think they're trading in them, aren't they? I mean, you can make yeah. money, you can buy oh, yeah, them. Oh, yeah, they go then... for about £5,000 a pair and they've sold as much for as much as 40000 Well, That's the answer to your question. It's, it's just another form of trading, isn't I it? Know. I would imagine. But... It's not like buying a painting where you actually own the painting, is it? See, Andy, you're old school, aren't you, oh, yeah, really? I, I, like, I like it. It's, it's physical. It's, again, you're, again you're not the target audience for virtual Nike non-fungible token trainers, are you? I, mean, no, I wouldn't look really. at you and think, now that's the man I'm targeting. No. Uh, definitely not. So The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, it's uh, Paul Hawksby and uh, Andy Jacobs here on TalkSport. What you're uh, listening to there is a pretty unlikely tilt at the Christmas number one. Um, <laughs> uh, but there is a reason uh, why... It's not uh, Bing Crosby and David Bowie, is it? Let's be honest. <laughs> it's not. But, uh, you know, it, uh, as we said, it, 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 is, it is for a reason. So uh, here to tell us more about it is Mark Christopher Lee. He's the front man of the cult indie band The Pocket Gods a band uh, discovered by the the late great John Peel and that is their uh, their uh, big christmas song this year um good afternoon mark good afternoon chaps very nice to meet you yeah nice yeah. To, nice to talk to you uh, it's um so tell us tell us why you've you've gone for the white noise christmas yeah it's called i'm dreaming of a white noise christmas <laughs> and it's 30 seconds long and it's basically just white noise with a hint of jingle bells in the background uh, the idea of a 30-second track is something I came up with about five or six years ago. Uh, Spotify, YouTube, etc., pays out a very small royalty after a track reaches 30 seconds in duration. So I thought, why write longer songs anymore? Why not just write 30-second songs? You're not getting paid very much. So I started doing that, <laughs> and I started putting 100 songs on each album, and I did different themes. I did one on the music industry. I did one on the World Cup, in which you guys are mentioned, and, uh, and various other topics. But this year, I've decided to ditch the music completely, throw out my musical toys from the pram, and just release White Noise, just to try and raise awareness of the lack of royalties, really. Has, has anyone bought it yet? <laughs> it's streaming quite well. Uh, ironically, in Sweden, which is the home of Spotify, uh, so it's doing quite well there. Mm, it's strange. By ek, as they for those that don't understand, because we do hear a lot about this, and you're obviously right across this, Mark. What what is the nature of the way that the, the streaming services uh, operate? Well, yeah, basically, it's all come about really because of the internet came along and took the music industry by surprise in the nineties. Uh, so then we had uh, piracy, Napster, YouTube. People got their music for free. Mm. And so the music industry was playing catch up. And then in the meantime, you've had companies like Spotify come in, try to make some order out of the chaos. Uh, and they're paying artists something, but not very much. Uh, and the system kind of needs to evolve to the next level so that, you know, artists and songwriters are treated fairly, really. And there also seems to be a couple of tiers in place. Artists like Adele, who wouldn't release their music on Spotify, have done secret deals and have music's on there now. So they get different rates to the independent artists, which is not fair. And of course the money's become the money's gone into touring. That's where they make the money. And for a long time a lot yeah. of bands, you know, it's probably not harming you mm -hmm. two or the stones that much ultimately, but for bands a bit further down the food chain, if they can't tour, they can't make any money. 
Well, no, it's been a difficult couple of years, hasn't it? So, yeah, a lot of bands are not getting the, the streaming revenue, not getting the, the touring revenue uh, or the merch. So, yeah, it's it's a bit dire sometimes, I think. Um, <clears throat> now, you did, you did create an album of 30-second songs all about the World Cup, didn't you? Um, I did, yes. Dino Zoff is, is one of the tracks. And uh, give us some of the other tracks on the World Cup album. Well, I did one. Uh, it was called There Are Only Three Gary Stevens. Because uh, at the time, <laughs> <laughs> there was my distant cousin, Gary Stevens, who played for Everton. Yeah. And there was the Tottenham one as well. There was, right, But little yeah. the people know there was also one that played for Shrewsbury. Right. Uh, it was a bit of an odd one, that one. Uh, I did... <laughs> And I did one called the Maradona of the Carpathians. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. that was oh, Haji. my favourite Haji, Haji. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. Yeah, and I did one about Banksy's dodgy beer, which is the story about Gordon Banks having a dodgy beer the night before. Wasn't the uh, Peter Minetti going the in gold against Germany? Beer, That's obviously. The one, yeah. <laughs> clear up. What's that? Sorry. <laughs> oh yes, not the. I mean, they're not the good people at Banks's. We don't want them getting upset. That's a fine <laughs> no, no, beer. Nothing wrong we're with that. We're talking about Gordon Banks, the great, late, great Gordon Banks here. <laughs> Um, and apparently you've got a song called If This Album Doesn't Get Me An Interview on Hawksby and Jacobs. Is that right? Yes, I did that at the time. If this album <laughs> really? doesn't get me an interview on Hawksby and Jacobs, I'm going to stop listening to Talk Sport, oh, which okay. I did for about half an hour. Oh, you can't live without it. If we'd known, we'd have yeah. definitely had you on. You, uh, <laughs> you've, uh, you, you're in the Guinness World Records book. What's that for? Well, that was for the thir first 30-second song album. Uh, to make it impressive, I put 100 tracks on the first album just because it sounded impressive. Mm. And then the good people at Guinness contacted me saying, oh, by the way, you've broken the official world record for most tracks on an album. Like, oh, that's nice. And so then it progressed and, and bands kept breaking it and they, we kept retaking it. And we still hold the record now for 446 tracks on one album, all 30 seconds long. <laughs> now, you're obviously, thanks to, thanks to John Peel, you were claimed uh, by the world of rock and roll. But before that, uh, you were a sports re reporter for the West Riding News Agency covering Huddersfield Town and, and Halifax Town. Is that right? Yeah, that was, that was an experience and a half. It was my first proper job before university. And I was in, you know, into my football, loved Huddersfield. And I got this job thrown completely in at the deep end. I was sat there in the press box watching Huddersfield. It was the days before the internet on computers. So I had a shorthand notebook, taking notes down about the game. And then you had to get 500 words of copy by the end of the game to phone through to the Sunday papers on an old fashioned telephone attached to a piece of wood. Mm. That was the, the technology of the time. <laughs> it was quite interesting times. So you must be aware of the uh, Huddersfield uh, football reporter Steve Chicken. We're a big fan of Steve Chicken. We, uh, we, we check <laughs> in, we do yeah. check in he with Steve. A, he must have done a song dedicated to him. Yeah, sure. I'd like to think, yeah, as a Huddersfield fan. He needs, his, he needs his own EP, I think. Yeah. For <laughs> him, there's the, legend, the legendary Mel Booth as well. I don't remember him, but he was a legendary oh. reporter for Huddersfield. And how are you feeling about Huddersfield? You yeah. made a, a decent... They're not in bad position. I was reading a Steve Chicken's piece the other day, knowing you were coming on today, <laughs> and and a bit of booing the other day. The, the, the crowd getting yeah, a bit restless. I, I, I mean, think... yeah, they're pretty well placed. They're not far off the playoff places, are they? No, it, I mean the fans fans are a bit frustrated because we're not scoring very many goals, and when we do score a goal, we don't know what to do. We kind of go, oh, we're ahead now. What do we do? <laughs> and <laughs> and that's part of the problem. We kind of losing losing leads. I mean, we are doing a lot better than. Uh, we expected really because we just survived last year and 
uh, we kind of touched the bottom end of the playoffs. Mm. So I think we're doing better than expected. Who are the pocket gods? Is it is it just you and or is, or is it are you a fully no no? Band? There's uh, this band. There's myself. There's uh, Noel Story, who's the original keyboard player going back to 1997. There's Scott Ottaway, who's former drummer from the Searchers, 60s band. Oh, yeah. Wow. And, and I mean, Simon Harry's on bass. So we've got a band, and we, we played a, a gig a couple of weeks ago at the Hope and Anchor mm. in London, famous punk venue. And we played our 32nd Christmas song live. Oh, so the White Noise song. <laughs> and uh, how, did John, silence. Uh, what did John Peel say about you? How did he, uh, did he find out about your work? Well, basically, when I was living in Huddersfield, uh, my, my local Asian restaurant, I took my wife there. And she really liked the Peshwari Nans. So she said, why don't <laughs> you write a song they about were. They were very good band, yeah. They <laughs> <laughs> so I went back and I uh, wrote a song about Peshwari Nans called Ballad of the Peshwari Nan. And I thought, John Peel's going to love this. So I sent it to John Peel on a CD. Two years later, I get a telephone call from John Peel. On my, I get an phone message saying, it's John Peel from Radio 1. I love the track. I'll call you back. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he did. He called me back. I was... I was in Woolworths at the time with my friend, and I had to go and buy a pen to write his his home address down to send more music to. <laughs> Fantastic um, attention to detail in that. That's brilliant, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Have you still got the message? Did you keep it? <laughs> no, it's on an ancient phone now. Oh, but, uh, no, I wish I did somehow, but yeah. I've got the post-it note where I wrote uh, his address down in Suffolk, so... So we can find uh, pocket don't, don't gods. Give out the address. We don't give it. We can find pocket gods music on Spotify, but would you uh, and and elsewhere? But where else can we find it? Yeah, it's on Apple Music. Uh, Amazon pay the best royalties if you want to play it on there. Okay. Amazon Music. <laughs> Thanks. Very much. There we are. So we wish you well. What are the chances? You're going to uh, um, Elton John and Ed Sheeran are probably in the box seat, but you know, do you think you could yeah, squeeze into the it's, top it's... five? We, we can only hope. Maybe in Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Dreaming of a White Noise Christmas by the uh, by the Pocket Gods is available now uh, wherever you get your downloads. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Paddy's Challenge on TalkSport with Hawksby and Jacobs. What critics are calling one of the many radio quiz segments happening this week. Paddy Power. 18 plus be It's time now for Paddy's Challenge, our quiz uh, for charity in association with our friends and official betting partner, Paddy Power. And in Paddy's Challenge, we put our sporting knowledge to the test uh, with a chance of raising lots of cash for our nominated charities. My charity is the Sporting Memories Network. Andy is uh, raising funds for the Willow Foundation and helping to manage proceedings and ensure fair play at all times is guest referee... Mr. Ben Fletcher, welcome again. Fletch. Very good afternoon. In Paddy's Challenge, you will be each be asked three multiple-choice questions posed by the voice of Paddy Power himself, Alistair McGowan. The mm. winner is the player that scores the most points. In the event of a tie, you'll both win the chance to raise some cash for your charities. Last week, we indeed had a tie, so you both had a fiver to play with. Paul, you chose Robert Lewandowski to score, to score for Bayern Munich against Barcelona in the Champions League. Andy went for Kai Havertz, scoring for Chelsea in their match against Zenit. Unfortunately, Unfortunately, our survey said, eh, eh. So neither player scored on the night, so let's see if we can do a bit better in this week's Paddy's Challenge. Well, it was cursed. I mean, how often yeah. do Bayern Munich win 3 mm. 0 or score three goals, should I say? He was just going through, he scored the other day a couple, yeah. but he was, just, and, going, he was just going through a little bit. Lewandowski, of spell. I can't remember the last time they got three and Lewandowski didn't score anyway. A surprising number of people on um, my Twitter timeline last night said that the one City player they have in their fantasy squad didn't score yeah. against Leeds. <laughs> it was, was one of those, it really was. It really was. Um, <laughs> it really moving really swiftly yeah. on, uh, the virtual coin toss has taken place. 
place off air, I can confirm. It is Paul's turn to go this okay. week. So, Paul, if you are ready, yeah. here is question number one. Things didn't go exactly to plan in the draw for the last 16 in the UEFA Champions League on Monday. Which Premier League team's ball didn't make it into the pot, forcing a redraw? A. Manchester City B. Manchester United or C. Liverpool Trent didn't make it into the pot. I mean, the, the team that the problem was with was Manchester United. I'm, I'm going to go with that unless I've gone crazy. Yeah, I would have agreed with you there. One point to Paul. Oh, yeah, okay, right. right. It just slightly threw me. Yeah, They'll now okay. face, all in the wording, they'll now face uh, Atletico Madrid. So, yeah. Paul, off to a flyer. Andy, question one for you. Here we go. Which Premier League team's Christmas jumper did TalkSport.com select as being top of the tree for last Friday's Save the Children Christmas Jumper Day fundraiser? Hey. Norwich City, described as looking like two highlighter pens had a party. <laughs> B. West Ham, with a festive tree and, of course, hammer baubles. Or C. Southampton, with a picture of Santa Claus. Yes, I thought this was a test of your sporting knowledge, not something that happened on TalkSport last Friday when you weren't here. Don't be, Take bitter, it up with the 11th Don't be floor. bitter. Sometimes it's just the way that. West Ham. No idea. <laughs> One point to Andy. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. There <laughs> we go. Just moaning about it Did and gets just... it right. It's great, isn't it? You're better at this when you're angry, Andy. Do you know that? Yeah. Uh, West Ham uh, would be correct. Their jumper also features the fab phrase, I'm forever blowing baubles. Okay. Trying Those to... cheeky cockneys, what are they like? Eh? So one apiece, uh, one apiece, and it's back to Paul to try and get the advantage. Question two, Paul. Yeah. Which Europa League team were jovial West Ham fans optimistically singing about beating before they drew nil-nil with Burnley at the weekend. A. Lyon B. Lazio or C. Barcelona Yeah, they were singing Barcelona, we're coming for you. Yeah, yeah brilliant. Good one. Absolutely right. I'd, I'd actually like to say, quite like to see that West Ham Barcelona. Yeah. That'd be quite good, wouldn't it? West Ham would win easily. Barcelona's yeah, rubbish. <laughs> definitely. Would, right. Rede yeah. Redemption for David Moyes um, yeah. in many Man United fans' eyes, perhaps. Uh, so 2 1 to Paul. Uh, Andy, your chance to get a much needed equaliser. After F1 Williams driver Nicholas Latifi's collision with the wall in the closing stages of Sunday's Abu Dhabi Grand Prix played a key part in giving a controversial win and driver's championship title to Red Bull's Max Verstappen, what did Red Bull boss Christian Horner jokingly say the team would give Latifi as a token of appreciation? A. A slap-up meal at a top venue for him and 50 guests. B. A five-star holiday anywhere in the world. Or C. A lifetime supply of Red Bull. Oh, again, I don't know, but I'd say a lifetime supply of Red Bull. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Absolutely right. The Beautiful. Canadian driver, now a legend uh, to Red Bull fans. And as Christian Horner said... They love uh, the sponsors, don't they? These people they had do. to be there. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> right, didn't it? But was it Christian Horner who said you can mix a lot of things with Red Bull when talking about how much he celebrated following their title oh, win? Oh, yes, yeah, he was almost uh, Adrian, wasn't he? Two apiece. Uh, Paul, question number three. Australian UFC star Tai Tuvasa celebrated his knockout win at UFC 269 at the weekend with what traditional Australian celebration? A. A rendition of Waltzing Matilda. B. A barbecue in the dressing room. Or C. A shoey guzzling beer from his shoe. Can I just say B, don't try that at home, kids? Yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah, look. Um, it was a shoey in yeah, the it's be, Daniel Ricciardo envelope, I think. 
Take that one out. Absolutely right. The celebration won the approval of WWE legend and noted beer drinker Stone Cold Steve Austin, who tweeted his approval, A+, and hell yeah. Guzzling beer from a shoe. That sounds like a category on a a certain type of website. I can't can't wait for my question. In 2013, talk sport put something up on a website. Royal Engineers centre-half. Go on, Alistair, do your worst. Yeah, that's true. So it's it's 3-2 to me. It's 3-2, and Andy, your chance to equalise. Which unlikely song did UFC heavyweight Tai Tuvasa choose as his walkout music at the weekend? <laughs> A. The Lion Sleeps Tonight by yeah. Tight Fit. B. Barbie Girl by Aqua. Or C. Love Me Do by The Beatles. Should we help you? Should we try and help you out? Because you're guessing, Andy. I, want well, to I hate UFC, so I'm <laughs> it's the worst thing ever. Think about the most <laughs> unlikely. So, go on. Um, Barbie. Good one. Ooh, Absolutely right. Look at that. Look, Absolutely right. right. I'm just trying to make him. I just don't want him so grumpy. I want to just cheer him up a bit. <laughs> it was the mind. Barbie Girl by Aqua, one of those songs that I think must be about 25 years old now. Uh, I had it on cassette, but that's a story for another day. So yeah. you both are three <laughs> out of three. I'll save that one for Parkinson. Three out of three, you both get to share a five-pound bet yeah. uh, after an awesome display of incredible knowledge of irrelevant sporting facts, it says here. So the only, it all only remains for me to ask you what you're both going to go for, Paul. I think Ben is going to score tonight. Um, he's had a couple of sighters recently. Uh, I'm going to go Ben Teke to score against Southampton. Um, Andy. I'm going to go... Um, Arsenal and West Ham to draw 1-1. Oh, I like the sound of that. We'll see how you get on and reveal what happened in next week's Paddy's Challenge. Yes, we certainly will. Thank you very much, Fletch. That was uh, this week's uh, Paddy's Challenge. And uh, thanks to our friends at Paddy Power. 18 plus, BeGamblerWare.org. Paddy's Challenge on TalkSport with Paddy Power. 18 plus, BeGamblerWare.org. There we are. We were talking about the great sporting smells. There's this um, survey today talking about things we love when we were kids. But there was no... They did the top 20 of, um, of the smells that we, we hanker for mm. from our childhood. And they things like uh, crayons, for example, and the smell of the school, etc., etc. Those things we'll, we'll never get back. Or the evocative whiffs. From a sporting point of view, for Brian in Norwich, he said, it is the... Uh, uh, Elman's embrication. My dad was the physio of our village football team. Players uh, that had injuries would come to our house in the week to get treatment from my dad. He was local St John's Ambulance Brigade, so I had some knowledge. I keep looking, uh, uh, looking for a chemist, but I haven't seen it for ages. So there is that, that yeah, the the horse oil smell as it used to be. Yeah, nice. Rubbing that in before mm. playing, yeah. The power station that used to be at the side of Old Trafford in the 60s. I can smell it now, says Phil in Manchester. So you'll be getting a few of those today. Yeah, it's good. Now, tomorrow morning when you wake up, the first thing you'll do is you'll check the cricket yeah. score, I reckon. Yeah, well, it's exactly that. Yeah. yeah. What do you think it will be? Oh, OK, we're going to have a little competition, little are we? OK, yeah. I mean, it does really depend... Well, I'm going to give it a score for England and a score for Australia. OK, then. So I'm going to be... So England, I'm going to work on the basis that England are batting. But I don't know if I've won the toss or lost the toss. Well, on the base. Yeah. OK, let's say England win the toss again uh, and they bat this time. Um, when I get up, so it's, the game would have been what uh, just about under three hours in. Yeah, a bit of lunch, Roughly just after lunch, it'll be, just yeah. after lunch. I'd say England are on a very solid um, hundred and twenty-five for two. I'm going to go for. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm being quite optimistic. Yeah, after lunch, I've gone thirty-five for four. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think I can see a pattern forming here. Thirty-five for four. You've yeah. gone with just a, a lunch. And if Australia are batting, and if Australia are batting, um, I think um, Broad will get Warner out cheaply again. But uh, you know, Labuschagne will stick a few on, 
and I think they'll be um, well. Yeah, they're probably not going to be quite similar to us. I'd say I'd say they're about. Um, I'm going to go 125 for two. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of runs just after lunch on the first day. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm being bold. Yeah, I'm going 71 for no wicket. 71 for no wicket. We'll see, okay. it's close enough. I've gone slightly. I've, yeah, it's, it's quite a high-scoring game. This isn't it? Really, I've got four. I'm probably right. Well, we'll see what happens. You never know. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, there we are, Andy. You've got three out of three in the end. <laughs> Bad-tempered for no reason. <laughs> well, I don't like the, the way it's advertised. That it tests your sporting knowledge. It doesn't. It doesn't matter, though, does it? Just a bit. Well, it is. UFC's a sport. Although, I think, as you pointed out, you're not a massive fan. <laughs> uh, it won't be getting invited along to the octagon, will he? won't be getting VIP tickets backstage at the big next UFC what, what evening. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, uh, that's us. Um, we'll uh, catch up with you tomorrow and in for the full five days. Will he make it a Friday without passing out? Probably not. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll find out. If you can join us on one, great. If not, the uh, podcast available around four. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.